welcome to the show. Evan Cohen with you for the 21st hour. What does that mean? Well, ESPN West Palm has celebrated our 20th anniversary all throughout 2023, celebrating 20 years in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, dominating sports talk, sports marketing, sports conversation all through ESPN West Palm. And if you remember back to early March, we did our 20 for 20, 20 hours straight of live programming here on ESPN West Palm, and it was amazing. But there was a lot still left on the table, so we decided we are going to give you the 21st hour. And with me today, Brian McLevin-Rowitz, producer of the show that I did for close to a decade, let's just say. John Martin, same thing, producer, co-host of the show for close to a decade. Jeremy Mars Peltz on the show for... I have no idea how long. And Stephanie <laughs> Prince, the uh, master of the top five at five on the show for basically six or seven years. How long were you on the show for? Um, I don't know. Seven? Eight? Seven years. Seven six? or eight wow. years. Seven or eight years. Six. Wow. She went from, I don't know, six, seven, eight, six. I think so, <laughs> seven. Seven. Right. Go we're going to settle at seven. John, how, I did 20. How long did you do? I think I did uh, 11 or 12. Brian? No idea. JMP? I'd say probably 10. You were on the show every day for 10 years. Not every day, I have no but... no recollection of that. <laughs> really? Not, uh, not every day, but like on and off for 10 years. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, so what we're Let's going to do... Let's just go with... All right, enough of you. I've already had enough. Uh, so, <laughs> so what we're going to do today is review some of the best clips, at least the ones that McLovin was able to find. Uh, in yeah, show- that's the important part. Like, yeah. there's the best clips, and there's some that are actually I was able to get to. Right. So these are just uh, clips that we did not get to during the uh, twenty for twenty, and we are going to we are going to review some of them now. So we have three clips from callers. Okay. So just quickly around the room, if you were to say the greatest caller in show history, who would you give that that classification to, Jmart? My favorite is Jay from Jupiter. All right, Stephanie. Alan from Wellington. JMP. Mm. Uh, Mark from, from, Miami, from Miami, I think. Yeah. I was going to go Jay also. Jay and Jupiter. All right. Well, if there's a winner, Stephanie gets the win because a couple of caller, <laughs> caller moments here. Alan from Wellington. So Alan is a guy that is from the Boston area. And Alan is, um, and I say this kindly, an absolute nut job. A complete <laughs> and utter nut job. Alan would call so much and have so many memorable things on the show that this happened on the Palm Beach Princess, the old uh, day cruise line back in the day. Can I tell you a funny story quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. I was, um, I, I actually happened to be on that uh, Princess. And I'm talking in the, you know, the Red Many Sox other guys have been too, you know what I mean? Stuff? a big chair and so on. Guy comes up to me, says, by any chance, are you uh, Alan from Wellington? I said, I am. <laughs> he wanted my autograph. He says, my no, kid, he I, love I love you, and he wanted my autograph. My wife is my witness. Wait a minute. Somebody on the Palm Beach Princess asked you for an autograph. I'm telling you the way it happened. I swear to you, as I said, my wife is my witness, and there's three people, you know, in the um, uh, sports area where I was that saw the whole thing transact. Wait, wait, wait. I need princess. you to retell yep. the story. They wanted, I, I, as a matter of fact, I had to get a piece. They wanted my autograph. Okay. <laughs> so, um, the, Alan from Wellington, this so is great. July 11, 2008. He calls in and gets an autograph on the Palm Beach Princess. All right. I, want, I see you guys. So, first of all, a couple reactions. Prince, go ahead, and then I will go deeper on this. J Mart's laugh oh. is just <laughs> out of this world. Whew. Why yeah. are you so uncomfortable? It's hard to listen to. It really bothers me. It really. 
It really bothers me. I don't like it at all. By the way, the Jmart has a blank notepad right now. I'm very curious as to what is on it by the time we're done recording this. I'm going to go still blank is what I'm going to no, go with. No, some scribbles. doodles. Yeah, doodles. Yeah. All right. Squares. But Stephanie, like to be to be serious for a second, as the market manager, general manager, vice president, like you are now, to have a caller get an autograph request is pretty remarkable. It's pretty legit. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. So... None of you happened to mention another caller, a guy from Jupiter by the name Fred. Fred in Jupiter. <laughs> oh, my God. We forgot I Fred, Fred, but Brian McLovin Rowitz <laughs> did not forget something from March 19, 2018. What are you eating right now? My teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's the greatest line in the history of this show. <laughs> eating his teeth. Now, Brian, this guy would call every day. Like, they're spe- yes. you're speculating he's dead, correct? Yeah, that, that's where my gut is. <laughs> <laughs> I love how everybody laughs at this. Prince, is the, Prince now is going to die of laughter. We, this guy called every day. He's clearly not a young guy. And Brian is speculating he's dead. And Stephanie starts to laugh at the right. thought of him being everybody dead. Everybody just laughed. I laughed at you laughing, to be fair. <laughs> he had a great life. How do you know? What? what? He called into the show. Ahead. Ahead. Give called. us his obituary, JMP. Fred and Jupiter's obituary. Yeah, I called into the show every day for a period of time. He uh, ate his teeth. I mean, what, what more fun could he have? Uh-huh. What do you remember, Brian, about him? He just, oh, it was literally every day, and it was he was listening. Like, he wasn't one of those people that just called in that just wanted to complain and just talk about whatever he wanted to talk about. He was listening every day. So it needed some steering sometimes, but overall, he was a good listener. <laughs> Yeah, but didn't he just complain about every? You said he didn't oh, complain, yeah. but he just like went off on all of us, right? He just like hated it. Yeah, I don't he think he was a fan it. of yours at all. Yeah, no, he hated me. <laughs> I think. So there are some mess ups, of course, during the course of time. Like uh, back in the day, on October second, two thousand and six, this looks oh. like it, it's probably from uh, Miami Heat media day, right? So this <laughs> would have been, I guess, right after the Heat won a championship, and they were coming back to run it back with Shaq. And I don't even remember having him on, but I guess we had Shaq on, and he was a big fan of mine. <laughs> Shaq, how you doing? It's Evan. Who? Evan. <laughs> What's up, Steve? <laughs> He's quite Shackly. Now, that happened? That really? That was not edited? No, that's real. Here's the irony. Shaq loved, and I mean loved, JMP. Yeah, that he it, did. Really? Tell the story, JMP. Uh, so a couple years later, I was doing the uh, pre and post game for the Miami Heat, and one time I see Shaq, and he says, "JMP, <laughs> you'd be a hell of a rapper, and your rap name would be JM Pizzle." Jamar, <laughs> what? what your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a weird thing. It's just a, such a weird interaction because. Everybody thinks of Shaq as being so lovable and stuff, but that wasn't my experience with Shaq, like, in the locker Like, he wasn't super friendly and stuff in the locker room. So for him to to take to JMP like that is... You're just jealous that Shaq didn't have a rap name for you. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, also, I'm really good at knowing what year it is uh, from May 30th, 2008. Okay, welcome to the show. Evan Cohen with you on the 30th day of May 2007. Tri- uh, 2008, I think. What year is it? <laughs> what year is it? Two- I have no clue. 
Do you know why I did that, John? I just gave it the wrong ear. Oh, no. Now these guys are marking it, so they're going to use it and put it with my like uh, okay when I uh, <laughs> had the voice crack. Who's you know why I did it? I'm looking up to try to change the channel to ESPN News, which on our TV on DirecTV is channel 207. <laughs> so I'm typing in on the remote control 207 as I'm doing this, which, oh, by the way, Yet another thing I could blame J-Mart for. He is supposed to set the TV to ESPN News for me before the show begins. So yet another thing that J-Mart did wrong. Yeah, you know what's interesting about that? I forgot. We used to have, because we were such a mess, not like we're not now, we used to have really specific rules and regulations of what needed to be done when everybody came into the studio, right? Yeah. And you didn't do any of that. <laughs> I mean, I did more than is done these days. <laughs> well, no, these days, if you produce a show, that just means turning your mic on. But um, <clears throat> sorry, something in my throat there. Yeah, but that back in the day, we were so regimented. And you could say that's so bad. But like all of us sitting here all have massive jobs in comparison to what we used to have. So maybe we were doing it right. Now, maybe I was a little specific in that the TV channel that I needed when I walked in the studio. <laughs> But I mean, is that, I don't know. Is that that wrong? What, Prince? No. I, well, I'm, I can't say anything because I was told not to prepare. So I don't want to hear that. And you listen. You certainly listen. You certainly listen. Now, one of the big things that back in the day was a big part of it when I was living in, in Florida full time was basketball. That I would play basketball mm. in the mornings and I would be on these teams um, with all these different people around the station and around the community, et cetera. And I guess at one point I was coaching and playing on this JCC basketball team um, with some of our friends, Mike Cutler, um, who clearly uh, I, I think would uh, benefit by the new NBA rules of not testing for <laughs> marijuana when you're playing. Um, our friend PJ, who's a great guy. Steve Paulitzina, uh, who was the president of the company, was on the team, and many others. And I guess on March 11, 2008, I resigned as head coach of the JCC team. <laughs> Like We've been telling you all show long that there's a major press conference we were going to carry for you live here on ESPN Radio 760 with a huge announcement. J-Mart, do we have this press conference? Is it ready to go? Do we, do we see the people going to the podium and everything like that? Uh, it looks like it's about to start. All right, why don't we go to it? <laughs> we had good production, though. Well, first of all, I wanted to thank everybody for coming out today. My name is Evan Cohen. I am the head coach slash small forward of the above average team at the Jewish Community Center of West Palm Beach Monday nights 18 and older league I have had an amazing run as both head coach and small forward first three games of the year all victories <laughs> Very emotional. I played and coached in two of them but since then, unfortunately, the team has lost the last two games. The team's record is now 3-2. and two. And after talking it over with my family, <laughs> my friends, my confidants, as well as team ownership and our general manager, I feel like at this point, the dual role what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> of head coach and small forward is too much for me to handle. So effective immediately, I will step down as head coach 
of the JCC's above average Monday night, 18 and older team. Big moment. Yeah, emotional moment for me there. I like that we did that stuff then. Like Who was, was like the GM of the team and Steve, the owner? Probably. Oh, Steve. <laughs> that was probably subliminally just me just mad at Steve about something. It's probably what that really was. I had to look back on it. Didn't somebody get their cell phones stolen yeah, or something? Yeah. There was, was some sort of stealth. Uh, we, we did not play in the best of areas. We had to go through a metal detector to get into our games. No joke. Where hmm. was it? It was in Riviera Beach. And so Steve has this beautiful BMW. <laughs> And somebody lost their cell phone, like, in the middle of a field. So we are not in the best of areas. And Steve just gets in his car, shines the brights on the BMW, and drives on a field to try to look for a cell phone by shining the brights all over the field. I mean, we just, we had fascinating. There was one night I passed out on the court. That's when Stephanie told me I looked too thin. (laughs) Certainly hasn't said that to me since. Uh, But, yeah, we had a lot of fun playing that. We had had, um, a lot of intensity, I would say. I feel like that flag or the basketball was sort of the uh, precursor precursor to flag football and like the team doing that. The difference is the flag football team, everybody got hurt. Yep, that we, did happen. We had multiple times where we had to go to the hospital with teammates. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so that wasn't as fun. You know, let's move this along a little bit because really what we're getting at here is a J-Mart roast. So there's a lot of <laughs> yes. things that what? really we have, to, um, we have to really get into here. Okay? So I'm just going to read some of these clips. <laughs> And the titles of them, just oh, to see where no. we're going here. Oh, no. <laughs> this one is titled, J-Mart has to start the show with Evan running late. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Palm Beach's game day. It is 4.09 on May 27th. <laughs> we thought I would get there, obviously. As nasally as normal. Yeah, well, I was running I'm it. not Evan, nor am I filling in for Evan. Thankfully for well, all of us, you are. What else because it would just be terrible if that were the case. Actually, trying to deny reality. your beloved host is currently on his way <laughs> here. He's he so winded. <laughs> and I believe we're going to talk to him right now. Evan Cohen? I'm miserable. But you're on the Metro PCS Highline. Unlimit yourself. I don't have my Metro PCS phone with my nice Bluetooth. I am as furious and as miserable as I've been in a long time. Why? And because... You know, I live in Boynton Beach, okay? Right. You, you, you and I got off the phone at what time today? 3.15? Yeah, maybe a little earlier, yeah. Okay, oh, a little earlier, even better. Normally, if I'm running late, you get all over me, you get furious <laughs> with me, and if you there's like, there's, I really don't have many excuses. Today, I leave my house at 3.15, it should not take an hour to get to West Palm Beach, where the studio is. I mean, absolutely ridiculous. Look, I understand there have been some accidents up and down 95, but when I get off of 95 and I'm on Dixie going north, and people just don't drive. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. I know it's raining. You don't know how to drive through the rain? How difficult is it? Just drive the same way. There's no reason for this traffic. <sighs> you sounded so winded. <laughs> I'm sure that I was. <laughs> And just not comfortable at all. And I'm not comfortable hearing it. I'm sweating. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You're yes. uncomfortable hearing that. Yes, I am uncomfortable hearing that. Yeah. Why? So I remember being oh, an intern. More? Like, I remember being an intern during that and, like, being in the room with Jay Martin. Like, what am I supposed to do? But, like, being there and just watching him do all that. <laughs> so what studio would we have been in for that? You seven, probably. Yeah, seven yeah. floor. Seven floor. Game, yeah, because you're game day. It was game day, right, is what yep. you said? Yep, yep, yep. 
See, I used to be so much different. Like now, I get to shows hours beforehand physically. <laughs> I used to have to prepare at home. I was the only place I could prepare, and I'd prepare at home. And I honestly think technology had something to do with that because I think I was like listening to other shows and like wanted to really get as much information as I possibly could get before the show. And we had like no way of doing. Like we barely had the internet at the old office, right? <laughs> so I feel like I had to do that, and then I would rush. Nick, now I'm on the air at um, at six in the morning, and like the, I, I get here at five in the morning. Before a show. It's just so much different, I guess, in that regard. This one's interesting. I have no recollection of what this is. This is J-Mart going on vacation. I'm uh, walking out right now. You're sitting there. I see, like, your luggage on your shoulder right now, but I'm keeping you here. If I, I can keep this going, will I prevent you from leaving? This is going to be a terrible drive. You have to drive eight hours right now to Georgia. Yeah. In the rain. It looks like it's about to pour. Yeah. You don't look happy. I got to be honest. I yeah, and I'm just, I'm actually I'm gonna go home and take a shower or two before I do because I'm sweating. I'm gross. Why are you sweating from doing what? You know, manual labor, heavy lifting. <laughs> well, what I do? You were on your cell phone right now oh. talking to Udonis Haslam's PR person. Yeah, let me change that. Not manual labor, heavy lifting. Actually, I'm fat. <laughs> so now it's not only is your back hurting because you're a little overweight. Now you just sweat. Oh yeah. Nowhere. Oh, I sweat like a pig. You yep. just automatically just start sweating because you feel like you're fat. Not because I feel like I'm fat. I start sweating because I am fat. Now, my when was the last time your grandparents saw you out of curiosity? Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. Like but a year? Uh, probably more than that, yeah. Do you think they're going to say anything to you? No, nah, probably not. My, well, they say they're something really, but really they, old at this point. Okay, but will they say something to your mom or dad and be like, boy, what happened to that guy? No, they won't, but I'm <laughs> I'm literally going to be there with like probably 15 relatives. Some of the younger, more coherent ones probably will, yeah. <laughs> and are you okay with that? Yeah, I mean, what, what am I supposed to say? I'm a, I'm fat. No, I, I mean, wasn't I, when I saw him last. Yeah, it, it is a weird thing. When I was a little bit heavier than I am now, it was always like I wanted to walk into a room and almost address it right off the bat. You know, just be like, hey, look how fat I got. And then just like, all right, all right, cool. We're all cool. But I also didn't want anybody to say anything to me about it. You know? Yeah, but I don't mind the uh, the uncomfortable silence. That doesn't bother me. I kind of I kind of like it. Okay, go. Leave. Get out. See you, buddy. Wow. I have no recollection of that whatsoever. Me either. But it does. But that's not surprising. But it does flow nicely into McLovin is hairy and J-Mart is fat. Here we go. All right. Three things that I'm very interested in right off the bat here. Number one. We'll do it chronologically in terms of when these stories came out. At B. Rowitz, a two-year-old, not my own, just told me that he likes my hair as he pets my arm hair. Happy Friday. McLovin. <laughs> Confirmed. Tell us what happened there. Woj bomb this. So I dropped my son off at school today, and he was sort of being shy. He was early and cranky. So he's hiding behind me, and one of his little friends comes up. And he goes, you mean what? camp? It's not school, is it? Camp, daycare, whatever it is. The same facility. Okay. So one of his friends, all these facilities are such ripoffs. They change it from school to camp. It's the exact same thing. You just have to pay again. Pay exactly. Him, go ahead. Yep, one hundred percent agree. So the kid comes up, and goes, "Oh, where's Sean?" And he's like, "Oh, he's hiding." And then he's found him. So he's like, "Oh, give me a high five. So I gave him a high five. Then he reached for my other arm, starts petting my hair. He goes, "I like your hair." And then he ran off. All right, he pet you. You got petted right. today. <laughs> yep. I'm like, all right, see you, kid. That was the, the end of our interaction. Did you laugh or you felt like, geez, maybe I should do something about this? <laughs> no, I was just thrown off because I didn't know what he was reaching for at first. Like, as he reached up to get to my arm, then once I realized what he was doing, I was like, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but it's got to make you a little bit self-conscious, right? Like, are other parents and teachers or counselors looking at it? No, I'm aware that I have hairy arms and legs and little everything. <laughs> okay, well, that's story number two then. At Jmart1063, John Martin, who I'd love to see if we can get on the Metro PCS phone lines. Why don't you just call him, McLovin, because he didn't respond to a text of mine. Um, wifey just told me I need to lose weight 
because it looks like the seam may split. Great way to start the day. Now, that is rough. That is rough. My wife has never said that to me. Even, uh, like, at my fattest. But, like, I just, I don't know. And and part of me is like, oh, yeah, you know what? Good. I, I would want my wife to say that to me. But it is, it is uncomfortable. Like, to think that that could happen is really uncomfortable. Yeah, my wife will <laughs> either say stuff about eating healthier, which obviously is code. code. It's code, yeah. For that, code. but it's a nicer way of saying that. Or, you know, she'll try to include herself. And I do not think that my wife uh, is overweight in the slightest. But she'll. And if you did, were you going to say it on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, let's take one by one. First of all, Prince, the McLovin being petted by a kid. That's amazing. I thought it was actually the yeah. pizza slice. So he used to also dress up in the in yeah. the uh, Papa John's mascot <laughs> pizza slice and go to these high schools and things like that and interact. And one kid was like, I don't like hair on my pizza or something. Like that. <laughs> it was the kids' Quite fitness boring. festival. And the kid's like, oh, that's the hairiest pizza I've ever seen. Like, Thanks, kid. Smart kid. Yeah. I hired that kid. It's a good line. <laughs> and then Courtney telling you, that, well, by the way, you've done nothing about this. No. Well, I mean, we did the one thing on air where I got yeah, my back done. That was amazing. And that yeah. only lasted one session, so it's grown back angrier. <laughs> oh, God. They so. quit on us. Yeah. Didn't they, like, not want to come back? The exactly. Laser <laughs> hair made them run away. <laughs> <laughs> and very painful experience. So uh, go check them out. I don't remember their name. And then I love how Courtney told, J-Mart's wife told him that he was fat and his pants were going to split. So that's great. <laughs> so to be fair to my wife, that is hilarious, but to be fair to my wife, I Split multiple pairs of pants. <laughs> like, but you're not even remotely fat. No, but my it was oh, it was always my butt. <laughs> your butt? Turn around. My Let me see your butt. butt. Always. Right, this is butt fat. Go ahead. Look at no. his butt. I don't no. think so. Like, oh, you got a nice butt. Well, thank you. But yeah, it it, it ripped a bunch of pants. <laughs> I don't know what to say. And JMP moving in slow motion, realizing <laughs> I'm about to say that my wife is fat, even though I don't think she's fat, on the radio is what just happened there. All right, a couple. Uh, we have three. We have three quick Jmart things before we get to a big one with Jmart. Number oh, one, this great. is titled from June seventeenth, twenty oh nine. Jmart sex. What are the five teams again? Oakland, Billy Bean, Arizona, Josh Burns, Boston, Theo Epstein, Tampa Bay, Andrew Friedman, and Toronto, J.P. Ricciardi. Are their general managers? There's some sex. So, what? <laughs> what did you just say? What? Hello. <laughs> Why were we talking random baseball GMs? That's my biggest takeaway. Because from that's that. what that show was. Oh my uh, god, so bad. <laughs> this one is titled J Mark Cookies. All right, one final thing here, not for any kind of prize, John. Give me a fact that you learned today at the presser that you didn't know prior. They were going to have sugar cookies with sprinkles on them. (laughs) I had three of them. They were great. (laughs) What What could that be? I'm asking you a serious question. That's from from December 14th, 2015. You must have covered a press conference. I'm asking you legitimately what it was. <laughs> so I don't remember play what the press or, Brian, play that again uh, if you could. <laughs> the thing is, though, remember we did a game on it. Like, we oh, had a trivia But he actually it. had, like, a real... He really covered something, right? Yes. So here it is again. Okay. Right, one final thing here, not for any kind of prize, John. Give me a fact that you learned today at the presser that you didn't know prior. They were going to have sugar cookies with sprinkles on them. 
<laughs> I had three of them. They were great. But you said they were going to as if they didn't have them. I don't know. I don't know. what. So, but I had three of them. What was the date on that? December 14th, 2015. Could that have been like a... Uh, Bowl? What year was uh, it? What press uh, conference? But we didn't have... The coaches, have, we the coaches uh, one? we do have the that. The coaches presser, yes. Because we did trivia... With you about the presser that you attended. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah, that's and Doug usually makes him ask a question. Yes. Oh, um, that's so awkward. But I don't understand so the, the whole thing with the, they were going to. Yeah, I don't either. I don't, I don't, Smooth I don't remember reporter, sure that's that's what these. that is. Okay. You sounded kind of stoned, dude. Like, <laughs> they were going to. Like. Now, this next clip is labeled in a way that could literally be from any year from 2003 <laughs> till now. Jamar forgot what he was saying. But that's kind of the way it's going to go. Well, it'll Before feel we get like, to the calls here, go ahead, Jamie. It'll feel like we have, have a, you talk about Palm Beach Kennel Club, but I guess you don't want to. Okay, I'll tell everybody there that. Go it'll ahead. feel like it'll give us better insight. Um, <laughs> then tell everybody about the Palm Beach Kennel Club. You have good insight into that. Play <laughs> it again. Oh my but God! That's kind of the way it's gonna go. Well, it'll Before feel we like get to the calls here, go ahead. Jay. It'll I'm feel sorry. like we have, have a... you talk about Palm Beach Kennel Club, but I guess you don't want to. Okay, I'll tell everybody there that. Go it'll ahead. feel like it'll give us better insight. Um... Jesus Christ! I totally <laughs> lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> then tell everybody about the Palm Beach Kennel Club. Oh, you have good insight into that. How many times, Prince? You spend more oh, time with Jmart than God. any of us now. Oh man! How many times does that happen? Like a day? <laughs> no. Well. Before she answers, actually, JMP probably spends more time with me, and he's yeah. probably better to answer it, and it is True. a lot. <laughs> I would say five to ten a day. Times a day? Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, because we'll be talking, and I constantly have to have him tell me what we were talking about. I, I have to keep up a to-do list, and J-Mart will tell me what to put on the to-do list because two minutes later, he might forget that he just told me to put this on the list. Well, that's scary. Um, again, flows nicely into the next thing. <laughs> Jmart needs pictures for food shopping. He's not quite ready. What are you current? What are you currently doing? What are you currently doing? Yeah, well, he called us. I didn't call him. No, he texted I, me about this, like this whole text. Oh. And I'm like, just call. Good so point. I did. I did suggest him calling um, because he, it's much easier for me to communicate uh, back and forth <laughs> on a uh, on a phone while doing the show than on text message. But what did I interrupt you from doing besides listening to us, which I appreciate? No, you didn't interrupt anything. I actually, um, when I texted you, I just sat down in my car, and now I am uh, driving to the grocery store. Oh, what are we buying? Mainly milk. <laughs> hmm. Do you have shut the music off? Shut the music off, McLovin. Now we have serious stuff to get to here during the top five at five. This is interesting. So I've been going to the grocery store and I get this list from my wife on like like it's literally a handwritten like handwritten list, right? Which I I prefer because I wear gloves and the mask, and so if I have to take out my phone too much, I kind of don't love that. So having the list is is good, but I also I don't bring a pen. So I don't I, like I have to I have to reread this list a thousand times, but I I don't bring the pen. How do you how do you do the list? Because I I assume with you, Jmart specifically, if uh, you forget anything from the grocery store, that Lorena Bobbitt is there when you get home. Oh, it, yeah, World War Three. Um, <laughs> I we've done both. I, I I do typically do the phone. Uh, which I know is not not the greatest, but I typically use the phone. And if 
because the same thing when you're saying when I take paper, I never remember to bring a pen. So you have to sit there and read it. Oh, and I have the worst <laughs> memory. It yeah. takes forever if it's a written list. So you do it for the phone. And then do you erase yeah. it, like, on your notes on the phone? Like, you have it on your iPhone, and then you'll erase it when you're like, oh, okay, I got the milk, and I'll erase it. And so you'll just have, like, an yep. elimination of, of each one? Interesting. Interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Now, what, now, if you, how many, how many things are on your list right now? Well, you that say, must roughly? have nothing to talk about. Right? <laughs> um, I this is edited. I don't even have it yet. I'm oh, waiting boy. for it to be texted to me. Oh, I've done that. I know I've done that. Thing. Yeah. I've totally done that. Where you're like, I'm going now because it's good for my schedule. You just text me the list. In terms of that, I think it's because your wife gives you more credit than mine gives me. Mine, she is very um, calculated in terms of each item gets its own line because she knows if she gives <laughs> me any excuse to screw it up, I will do that. Mm, so she like goes double spacing on you? Like, How does that work? <laughs> Yep, that's, that's 100%. 100%. Does she, like, explain it out also? Say. Like, every detail? Like, oh, the orange box of this, like, this size, like, could really question. cover herself? Good question. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, and when it's that bad, she actually includes pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not even no, kidding. I'm yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing. or. I was going to, I think I was on the verge of saying that it's a good thing with you, but, like, that is a level of ineptness that you don't have that your wife thinks you have. No, no. So here's the thing. It's actually because it's still similar things still happen, but it's not for the same. It's not about anybody's ineptitude, actually. She'll say, like, I want this specific kind of coffee and she'll take a picture of it so that I know exactly what it looks like as opposed to trying to find the Chobani or whatever. Chobani's yogurt. It's also See, coffee. That's why right in these it pictures. Is? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, they make creamers. No, it's coffee creamer. That's not coffee. I, I would envision JMP being a horrible <laughs> food shopper. Like, I can envision you getting a list from your wife and getting every single item. Like, can you imagine if JMP was like Fresh Direct or like somebody, like a yeah. delivery service? He'd get every single thing wrong. We've used Instacart for a few years, yeah, probably, probably right. for that reason. Yeah. Yes, Prince? No, but I'm saying, aren't you saying envisioning him being the yes. Instacart shopper? Correct. Oh, my God. I would <laughs> oh, be so bad. <laughs> he would be so bad. All right. This one I have no recollection. This is from May 29, 2008. Jmart ice cream. By the way, I always love giving people some insight into what happens it's during like the breaks. <laughs> so I walk over to Jmart's side of the studio, and basically it's like one big room. And there is a wall with a glass kind of window looking thing between us. So I walk around. I have to walk out of a door and go into the door that he's uh, in. And he's eating this huge tub of ice cream. <laughs> and I say in a sarcastic kind of jerk-like voice, hungry? <laughs> and he looks at me with a straight face, like not offended or anything. Like, it's just like, no, not really. <laughs> like, But you're eating a huge thing of ice cream right now. And he says, do you have to be hungry to eat ice cream? And I just look at him, and I, I don't even know how to answer that. How do you answer that question? Well, when you say it, it sounds weird. Uh, is that not exactly what just happened? Oh, no, that's word for word exactly what happened. Yes, it is. You're eating a pretty big tub of ice cream at 4.55 in the afternoon. Yeah. Right? Which is yeah. post-lunch, 
post-dessert slash snack for you and pre-dinner. <laughs> right. So <laughs> my initial instinct is to ask you, hungry? Like, are you that, like, really that hungry? And you say, no. <laughs> Like, you're not actually hungry. No, I'm not actually hungry, but well, ice cream's good. But so why do you then, like, what triggers in your mind to then decide to eat a tub of ice cream when you're not hungry? I'd love to know what you eat when you are hungry. I, <laughs> I eat regular food when I'm hungry. When I'm not hungry, I eat ice cream. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I don't even know how to describe, like, what is going on here. All right, let's let's talk for a minute or two about Jmart's in-show eating and drinking habits. So, to my recollection, he used to go down to Chick Fil A when we were right next door, mm-hmm. buy this huge ice cream, then put it upside down in a some sort of cup or bowl, right? Yeah, we put it in a, in, a, in a cup. Yep. And more times than not, the whole thing would melt, and he actually wouldn't eat it. Yeah, that would happen sometimes. Right. So, why would you buy it? I don't I've know. never understood that. I'm not. Sh- it's a great question. I don't know. That was, was it a like long time ago, too. But was it like your smoke break? You're like, hey, I need to get out of the office for 10 minutes. I need to come back with something because I can't just leave and not come back. So let me go to Chick-fil-A and get ice cream, come back, and even if I don't want to eat it. Well, I mean, I genuinely enjoyed the ice cream, too. I mean, I did. I, I never didn't eat it at all. Like, I would eat a little bit and then and then leave it, but... So, yeah, I mean, I love ice cream. I don't know. I, that's a long, that's so long ago. It's hard to even remember. I don't know. Like, ice cream is good. Do we all agree? Yeah. Like, yes. ice cream is great. Not a bold statement. Right? Hot take from yeah. Steph. So, I don't wow, clip how, that up yeah. and give it out to PR. Let's go. 20 second now. I don't understand how you have a full bowl of ice cream and you don't eat it. Like, I, if it was in front of me, I would eat the whole thing. And how do you just, like, you don't just, like, sip or just, like, eat ice cream like casually it also like he said melt so like there's a sense of urgency to eat the ice cream and you would also have like a yeah. two liter bottle of soda most times also mm-hmm. yeah still yeah yeah <laughs> no, that's yours yeah. is a lot smaller there than it used and to. i also feel like he'd only eat like one or two spoonfuls of that ice cream like, right. that doesn't yeah. sound like a great financial uh investment you know what he there. would get you know oh, yeah it's well. like you go to baskin robbins or any ice cream place and you get the samples like yeah. you go, can i try this <laughs> he'd eat two samples and buy the entire ice cream and not eat anything else <laughs> very odd fair I, what was the reason? You still haven't given us a reason. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I still, I still am terrible with eating in the sense that, like, I'll, I'll go grab lunch and bring it here, and then forget it'll sit there for an hour. And it's like McDonald's or like, yeah. wet, like it's yes. sm- the smell yeah. of it just makes you want to eat it. And he's sitting there working <laughs> next to like a large fry, and I'm like, are you gonna eat that? Like, and he d- and then he's like, oh, I just forgot or I didn't remember. I'm like, how do you not smell that next you to your think, face? That's an interesting point that Prince has brought up. Do you think you've actually lost weight because of your memory? In other words, you forget to eat. <laughs> I do forget to eat. Right. I, I definitely Can do. Can I Crazy. have your memory? Because I like that. that. Maybe that's the. Maybe I should get hit in the head with a prawn frog or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> whatever. I just made it into a shrimp. <laughs> Which, by the way, was a horrible incident. A horrible thing happened at Jmart where this fell on his uh, head um, and really got significant uh, injuries and damage to his brain. And Prince laughed at it the entire time. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> am I wrong? No, but when you hear a palm frond fell on your head, you don't like how it. Do doesn't, you spell, how do you spell it's like this? A, it's like a big, giant leaf is what you spell it. P-A-L-M. Oh, palm. Palm. Yes. palm. Yeah. And then how do you spell the second oh, part? I always thought it was F-O-R-N-D. Frond. 
F-R-O-N-D? F-R-O-N-D. Oh, I thought it was F-R-O-M. I thought it was F-A-W-N. No, F- none of us actually know. P-A-W-N. This enormous yeah. branch that is yeah. that is really could be deadly, and thank God he's okay. Well, he's it not really 75 okay. Seventy-five pounds. Seventy-five th- pound branch falls on his head. Stephanie is dying of laughter well, and wants to book time, him immediately. You didn't realize it was seventy-five pounds, and when you think about it, you just think about like a big giant leaf. So we're like, oh, this leaf fell on Jamehart's head. <laughs> I didn't realize it was like this massive. 75 pound and, thing. And he does have a history yes. of things falling on yeah, his head, yes. right? Yeah. When you were a little kid, tell the story. Yeah, so, well, I was actually a, a sophomore in high school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I, I had gone to my... JP, you've had it a lot so far. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it, I think it was college algebra class, but... So I, I got there early. You were a sophomore early. in high school and you were taking college algebra? That surprises you with him? Yeah. No, but that's, I mean, I feel like maybe a senior in high school. It might have been geometry. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, it was that, that was her issue. It was the type of math yeah. that was her curiosity on that. <laughs> I was good at math, actually. Math was my thing. Uh, Clearly. But so, so I'm sitting at my desk. I get there early. I'm sitting at my desk. And the next thing I know, my head hits the, the desk. Uh, and, Brian and is now dying of laughter. And when, I've heard this story at least 20 times. It gets me every time. <laughs> but what had happened was a potted plant had fallen <laughs> that was hanging from the ceiling, had fallen and hit me in the head and it busted. I had potting soil all over me. And the worst part, though, is that, like I said, it was it was between classes. So literally my teacher and one of my other classmates sort of put my either of my arms over their shoulders to walk me out. And it was literally between classes. So I, I have potting soil all over me. I'm getting walked out. Everybody is pointing and laughing. The entire school is laughing at me as I get taken to the to the hospital. I call my dad and he also laughs. <laughs> so me. now Brian and Stephanie specifically, you heard this story. Uh-huh. You know about the uh the shrimp the shrimp thing falling on his head. Why do you keep laughing as a result of this? I, because it's him. Like, how many people have multiple stories of like plants falling on their head? Like <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But so then what we've actually discovered here is Jmart is thin, partially not because of the food he buys, because right. he buys horrible food and he buys a lot of it. He just forgets to eat it. Yeah. Crazy. Sometimes. Like, yeah. do you know what you, because I, I scouted this morning because I was looking around for food around here. <laughs> do you know what you have on your desk currently? Yeah, I think I got some donuts over there. <laughs> yeah, two package of them. Package yeah, those of them. last week. And? Maybe Pop Tart. Yeah, you do. That's <laughs> yeah. But that's it, I think. Yeah, that's really remarkable. That's it. Just two yeah. packages. Should I put of that on your to do list to finish your food? <laughs> All right. This this next clip is from <sighs> July 13th, 2009, and a really significant moment in the history of the station and J Mart's life. Let's take a listen. John Martin blogged uh, June blogged. 6th. The title of the blog is I Will yeah, Do Something Crazy. Here. Here's the deal. Next Monday for the Home Run Derby, we are doing an event at Kirby's in Juno Beach. I am going to do something that everyone will be shocked to see. I am saving it for this event. (laughs) So this is one you don't want to miss. What is it, you ask? I'll never tell. You'll have to show up to Kirby's to find out. I promise you want to see this one. Now, I have been sitting next to John Martin for over two hours. <laughs> Over two hours. I have been sitting next to him in a spot where people have come up and started 
staring, have started looking, <laughs> have just glanced over and said, what is wrong with that human being? A few weeks ago, <laughs> a few weeks ago, I made my TV hosting debut. WPTV News Channel 5, 5 Sports Live, filling in for Ryan and Jay, Sunday nights, 11.20. Normally I'm a guest. A lot of people don't this know I did I was that. A host. I'll get into that. John and I were joking around on the air that John should come on set and just sit there and not actually say a word. And we should just have him we on did set. And I'm like, Caleb I can't Presley and Glenny Balls before and they did. How about that? Things do just to, to be on TV and to hang out so his family could see him and his parents could see him. And I'm like, ah, oh, John, what are we talking about this for? You'll never do anything like this. You're not like a crazy guy who's going to try to like do these wacky things. That's not you. Well, based on that last blog, he wanted to prove to the world at a big event here today that he would do something crazy. So. I am not kidding when I tell you this. <laughs> I am sitting next to a soon-to-be 34-year-old man who has produced this radio show for six years. And to prove to me and everyone else that he would do something crazy, he's done it. I am sitting next to a man, I stress that word, I am sitting next to a man who has pink hair and pink nails. John Martin dyed his hair pink. Okay, there's so many parts to this. We're, so Jay Martin dyed his hair pink. We will get to why that's important. I'll get to my PTV fill-in, which... Probably Stephanie doesn't even know about either. Now that I think of Brian, definitely doesn't know about it. What Stephanie? What, how did this all happen initially? That Jay Martin even wanted to dye his hair pink because this was based on someone's assessment, whether it's you or Steve Politziner, that not that we were failing as a station, but we weren't succeeding enough as a station. I don't even know what role I. It must have been marketing director or something, and we were trying to brainstorm different promotions to do, and we came up with. WWJD as a play on the, like back then all those bracelets. What would Jesus do? And then it was like that what would, would literally be WWJD. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what, that was a play on it. We just stole. What it. would Jmart do? It was actually it was uh, WWJD was actually my idea. And, and, yeah. and I only remember that. What because, a lucky guy. Yeah. Oh, no, that's that crazy. maniac over here. Always talking about himself. What an ego guy. Well, it's important for the story later on. It, it, it enhances the story later on because I literally one night woke up in the middle of the night and had this idea and wrote it down. And then we had a bunch of meetings brainstorming Speaking of that, different let's get things, things that I would do. Nothing on his paper. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Different things that I would do. Um, so I don't want to get to the rest voted? of the story, but did fans vote or something? Because one was like riding the... a horse and you were deathly <laughs> scared of horses. But I yeah. remember that. Yes, exactly. So w we were going to do this pink hair thing to jump off the thing that we were going to do once a month where fans would vote and, and, and I would do one of the crazy things. But I did this to sort of kick that off. Okay. And we thought it would be good because pink hair would be there things, every day. Didn't you? No. No, I think it, we stopped. That's, <laughs> we never carried it on. But that's why this story is so crazy and powerful. It starts with me waking up in the middle of the night with this idea. But why do you think you had that in the first place? I have no idea. 
What do you mean? Why How about the idea? WWJD? What would Jmart do? Like I'm saying, what do you think triggered that? You just felt like you needed like Yeah, I just wanted to I, I wanted to come up with a fun idea for the show. So I, I think I have an answer to the I know I asked the question, but in my head the answer to that is Kevin in Virginia. Um which is a huge morning show in West Palm. Yeah. And they have this guy named Jason. Yep. And I think that we said, like, shouldn't we be kind of going in that direction? Probably. Because you yeah. heard the clips moments ago where J-Mart and I were breaking down random AL uh, general <laughs> managers. <laughs> Not really J-Mart's thing. And I think we kind of use that to their credit as a backdrop of, like, I kind of feel like this is what we're about. I wasn't about that, but J-Mart was. And the combination of the two could maybe make that happen. And so in my head, I think that I probably felt like a failure that I hadn't put you in a better position to succeed. As a result, you probably felt that way unintentionally by me. And I feel like that's you just kind of like, all right, I got something. But then the pink hair, like, so what was, what else was on the list of like the menu of well, things so that people could vote for? The pink hair stood out because for the reason the logic was that it would, it would last and you would talk about it every day. So it would give it would give the promotion more legs. So that's why we started with that one. But then there was like uh, Remember uh, riding singing, a horse. Riding a horse, he singing did the think national that Carl anthem. Newman with the pink hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> so priest was, there was not <laughs> not a fan of mine because of that. Um, you don't say. No, yeah, he so was. So riding not. a horse, pink hair, what singing else? Singing the national anthem at Roger Dean. Oh okay. my god. There was god do that. did not do that. There was something about me doing something in a belly shirt. Or something, but I don't remember exactly. I feel like you kind of did that with the A-Rod posing. Yeah, that was Which just a separate, fun but like, photo shoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that a real photographer that did that? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know either. Well, for the yeah, it was the A-Rod photo shoot where A-Rod is in like a, a white tank top or like no clothes basically up against a mirror <laughs> looking at himself. We had J-Mart recreate that, which was amazing. And not like this is in the pre-Photoshop days. This was not where you could just like anybody could recreate anything based on Photoshop. He actually went to a like a dance studio to actually do this. So the significance <laughs> of this promotion is we didn't feel up to par as a station. Stephanie wants to make the splash from a marketing perspective, rightfully so. J-Mark comes up with this idea. Fans vote. We make this big appearance at Kirby's, right, in, for the yeah. Major League Baseball All-Star Game, which I think was successful. I think people actually showed yeah. up. Uh, little note here, I didn't realize J&P got a speeding ticket on the way to this. <laughs> Uh, I did, and uh, I tried to argue against a cop that I didn't deserve a speeding ticket that day. I'm going to take the cop in that argument. I don't even know who the cop is. So okay. So then the the thing that is unbelievably significant here is that J Mart, you went to a salon. I don't even remember the name of it that we set up. It was right on. Uh, what was the name? Of it? Quadrill and Dixie across from Ultima Gym. What was oh, it called? Man. Sanctuary. 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 Yep. Yeah. Good job, Prince. And. The, per, the stylist there does your hair and take it from there. Yeah, so she did my hair. She actually showed up at that at that remote um, that we did at Kirby's, uh, and we interviewed her. You interviewed her, and and uh, I wait. What? Yeah, I don't remember that either. Yep, <laughs> she was on the air. Tell the story, and I'll go back to that. So for for months right, i was smitten that. with this girl i she was she was beautiful so i went and got my hair done pink again and then wait it, can i ask you did she do your nails and toes too or she just did your hair she didn't yeah no somebody <laughs> else did my nails somebody i was gonna nails. say because that might have been the deal breaker she would have had to do oh that's fair that's fair anyway. but right. so so i pestered her for for literally like three months um, 
uh, for a date and she wouldn't. I, and I was literally like going, I was bringing like pastries to her, to the entire staff to try and win her over. I really that was. That was just Shamart's dessert that he forgot to eat. So <laughs> <laughs> he accumulated on his cream. desk. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best of the week on his desk, yeah. But finally, she, in like October, she gave in and, and she went out on a date with me. And where did you go? We actually went to a Panthers game. That was our first date. Okay, obviously. Al Morganti, Barry Melrose. Okay. So then, so that's October. By February, we moved in together. And then by the next January, we were married. So this all stems from in the middle of the night, you having this random thought, the WWJD. Yep. Us putting people, uh, putting this poll up. Theoretically, if people who voted didn't vote for that. Well, no, no, no. The poll never happened. The poll oh. was the idea of what we were going to do once this promotion started. Like this promotion failed every which way. I think so. <laughs> no, really, we Definitely. never continued it. Well, we never put it out there as a poll, but go ahead. But that's the power of the story. Right. Because for me, that means I woke up in the middle of the night in order to, to come up with this idea just to meet my wife. There was no actual promotion that ever actually happened. The only thing that came of that is my wife. I met my wife. It would have been very different if you had to meet a horse instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, she met a horse. Shamart, as a matter of fact. Wait, she so, rode a horse. Yeah. Not <laughs> hey now. Wow. wow. Look at that. Okay. Wow, the real prince, finally. She, she does all these podcasts where she's oh, I love the equality. And, and now the real prince finally comes out. Oh, my God. Anyway, so That's go awesome. back to a couple of things. So we did this promotion. He shows up at Kirby's. People show up. I have no recollection of your now wife, Courtney, being on the air with us from that Kirby's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was on the air. Yeah, you interviewed her. Yeah. I don't remember. And were you guys seeing each other at that point at all? No, no, no. This was, she had literally just done my hair either like a couple of days before. But she showed up at a remote, so she must have been into you a little bit. I mean. She got to be on the radio. Yeah, I think, I think she was, I think she thought it was was the first time she rode the horse. <laughs> October. <laughs> okay, so then, uh, <laughs> so she shows up to the remote. We interview her. I have no recollection of that. I want to say our show wasn't on at a normal time that night. I want to say we were on late because we were probably taking it to the All Star game. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there was another show. I don't. Maybe JMP was on. No, 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 no. I just came to support the event. I oh, think. What a surprise! Um, <laughs> so, and you were there. So. Okay, so you meet her that way, and that's wow. I, there's parts of that story I don't remember. Now, I guess I had just come off of a WPTV thing, and we were talking about J Mart being on the air on PTV, just sitting there. So what happened was there was one night randomly where they actually asked me to fill in on WPTV on Five Sports Live before we had anything with the station. So I had never done a full TV show before, and they asked me to do the whole thing, and. I remember, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I remember specifically that the Heat had a golf outing that week. And so I got in touch with the Heat, and I said, is there any chance I could interview Eric Spolstra in person? So I got like a five-minute interview with Spo, and Herb Uzi, who was at the station at the time, did not know how to use a camera, but I brought him, and he had to use the camera <laughs> to film this interview. And we figured out how to do it. And I did nine, uh, the, well, it was a 15-minute five sports live, so nine minutes on the air, and we were doing, like, the show that the way that Lieber and, and company did. So we were doing regular highlights. And I remember my first home run call of, like, a Marlins highlight was the song by JoJo, Get Out. 
So I did. No, so somebody hit a home run, and I said, leave. Get out right now. It's the end of you and me. So that's what I, I did a JoJo song, and then we ended up getting the PTV contract as a result, which Brian's about to lose. So anyway, um, hello? So, yeah, wow. That is maybe the most significant two minutes. If you actually think about what that two minutes actually, like, embodied for the station, it's Prince putting on a massive promotion that ended up working, right? It's j getting married as a result of that. It's us getting the PTV deal, partially maybe because of the initial tryouts, JMP getting a speeding ticket, and Ruth to just kiss my ass. I mean, really, it embodies everything. It's really all of it. Wow. Wow. So does a moment from 2013 after the Heat won a championship. Okay. Drake. So that is Drake getting denied <laughs> from entering the heat locker room after winning a championship. Okay. Brian, you heard McLovin's voice. Prince was there as well. Brian. Prince, go ahead. Tell the story. Give the details of what happened here. Which, by the way, this has. I over... was there too, by the way. You Me were? Too. Yeah, I was oh, right there in line with you. Yeah, all were there? Everybody we were all there. We had 47 <laughs> people credentialed. Yeah, everyone was there. I know we had yeah. one of our salespeople there. Adam Chaconis was there. Oh, and then Nikki two. Morley. Nick, then yeah, two. They, yeah. two. They, were, they, <laughs> went in, they went into the. By the way, I forgot this is to. not on air. Yeah. Because I was like giving context <laughs> and I was like, I don't need to do that. Yeah, Adam and Nikki were there. Because the only reason I heard that was because during the actual 20 for 20, Wells Dusenberry uh-huh. mentioned that. that because I didn't he realize. recorded it. Right. So yeah. tell the story. Because this, oh, like this has over 7 million hits on YouTube, and we've made a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so literally after the championship, like you line up in the hallway to go back there to go to the locker room, which is just a cluster. Like Everyone's in there. There's champagne. The players are there. It's really just for the experience. Like Maybe you get a soundbite or two. And as we're walking through, Drake tries walking in with his guys, not in line, though, like to the left of us. And this old security guard has no idea who Drake is. All he sees is this guy with no media credentials. So he's like, hey, you're not allowed in here. Wells, for whatever reason, decides to start recording under rain gear. So, like, he was doing it to where, like, you couldn't even tell he was recording. I don't think I realized well, he was, was probably recording. under rain gear because of the champagne. The champagne. Sure, okay, that makes sense. Wasn't he on somebody's shoulders? Eventually in the locker room, yeah. So, like, Steph and I are walking in with really no working obligations, so we're just watching Drake get turned down by this old white man, and seven million views later, here we are. But there's also other parts of this. So the cursing, the beep out and the cursing, everybody's always assumed that that was Drake. Right. That was you, That right? was me, yes. I don't know why. Like, I'm not Drake. much of a cursor. What did you say? What was the first letter of the curse? S. Okay. Like, oh, S, that's Drizzy Drake. For whatever reason. <laughs> I guess just being around Steph. Like, I don't... You're blaming this on me? Yeah, I so then, why why did, why did Steph get the blame for not letting Drake in the <laughs> locker room exactly? <laughs> I have no idea. And like, what do you remember from this, Prince? I just yeah, same thing. We're all in line. All of a sudden, like four or five people come, like trying to cut. And then Brian's like, "Oh, S, that's Drizzy Drake." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." And then he gets turned away, and we all walk by him. <laughs> Getting turned away is like, you know, nobody. Yes, we work for media, but we were not doing anything. No, like you know, I guess technically we were media. How he many said press he was. Passes did we have then? Oh, well, we had a lot. Probably ten, at least. Well, count it quickly. So all five of us. Uh huh. Yep. And Adam, by, wait, Nikki. Three, how many of us are in this room? One, right now? Five, six, five, five. five. <laughs> 
Adam, uh-huh. Nikki, so that's seven, Steve, eight, Wells, Wells, Emerson, Emerson. I don't know who else. So Kelly would have been back in studio. Yeah, Kelly has been in studio. He was like the one person who worked here who didn't go down to those so we games. Had at least at ten least. people, maybe eleven. And there probably was at least like a part timer also, like a Pratik yeah. or a Tommy that went down there. Like that I don't know ridiculous. why they approved so many. Yeah, <laughs> that's to the NBA Finals. I went yeah. both years. They won. Me too. They won both <laughs> years. I was in. No, no. I'm saying those back to back years. I, we were in the locker room both years. I remember I was in the locker room both years too. But I remember I was furious during one because. I was on in the mornings at that time. So, like, I didn't get out of there until close to 1 or 2 in the morning. And for whatever reason, this is on me, I let Steve drive. <laughs> so Steve had to talk to, like, every player's grandmother before we left. <laughs> and it was just like, I'm like, we got to go. We got to go. And, like, I couldn't enjoy myself because all I was thinking about was that I'm not going to be able to sleep before the show. Well, we would, like, JMP and I would do shows from, like, was it Bongo's? Like, I remember us doing shows out there. No one's there. It's a 6 o'clock show. The game doesn't start till 9.30. (laughs) But we're somehow doing shows down there. Skip Bayless one. uh, (laughs) Yes. You had Skip Bayless on? Yes. Yeah, before one game, we had Skip Bayless walk over, did like a five-minute hit, and it was apologetic (laughs) that he had to cut it short because of a Well, everybody says in real life he's a good guy. He was super nice Seriously, in real life, everybody says he's a good guy. I remember there was a couple of times where Brian and I would leave for a 9 o'clock game from Boynton at like 8.10 and we'd get there in time. Right. Wow. <laughs> Which I don't know. Like, and then when we'd leave at six, we'd be late for the game. It's just crazy. The well, there literally traffic. was one night where you're like, are you sure they're playing tonight? I literally didn't <laughs> believe them. I'm like, I think we're, we're going to the wrong game here. And then the next year we applied for Drake. Like we put him in as like a credential request. Oh, I forgot about don't, that. Don't we yeah, have to go funny. through the NBA yes. for those and not the Heat? JMP's actually going through the press credential <laughs> application <laughs> process right now. <laughs> I'm just saying it's even more ridiculous that like the NBA and not the Heat would credential like 20 of us. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I sure, JMP. Uh, but I think that, you know, there were some, you know, looking back on it, there were some moments like, oh, maybe we didn't know what we were doing. Because putting out the fake Drake request was smart. Yeah. Right? The what would JMR do, obviously, was smart. The, the pink hair thing was smart and memorable, et cetera. Like, there were some things that we actually did that were really good. And, and like, un, it's almost looking back on it, you're like, okay, this is why all of us kind of got to whatever point we're at, especially this from Stephanie. Florida.citybusiness.com. I guess, you know, there's like business and charity related articles, a website, a local website. And so they did a big article on us, which is tremendous, which you obviously felt great about. Right, Stephanie? I would yeah. Assume? Yeah, I think it was great. Absolutely tremendous. Right. I mean, this is awesome. <laughs> so obviously great. the next thing you want is a big time quote from me. Yeah. Which you get. It's rewarding to be able to get. I'm reading it. This is as it's written on this article printed on this website. Quote, it's rewarding to be able to give back to the community all while doing something I love. Incorporating fans and businesses to participate and have the opportunity to experience what I do every day is an experience they will never forget. I feel like the, I feel like the bolded part is stupid. <laughs> oh, God. In parentheses, oh. after my quote, it says, I feel like the bolded part is stupid. Again, what? Uh, it's rewarding to be able to give back to the community all while doing something I love and incorporating fans and businesses to participate and have the opportunity to experience what I do every day is an experience they will never forget. Parentheses, I feel like the bolded part is stupid. <laughs> My quote, 
that I didn't even know I gave, by the way. I didn't even know we were... Stephanie got us an article on this. I didn't know anything about this. But my quote that went out to the masses that Stephanie then didn't realize and sent a mass email to the hierarchy of this company, Good Karma Brands, then had me quoted as saying, I feel like the bolded part is stupid. Oh, God. That is funny. Uh, that never gets old. Prince, try to explain that one. Boy, did you throw me under the bus. I don't even like. I didn't even remember that until that happened. Obviously, that was the worst possible thing. But like, why didn't that? They must have had an editor. Uh, oh, oh, blaming others. Yeah, wow! Wow! Stephanie gets How blamed for Drake, so and she blames the, the editor. Oh my god! And then also, the more we oh, listen to that, like down the line, like I don't think you actually gave that quote. Like she made up the quote for oh, you. Oh yeah, that, I mean that's. Well, a, I said that. In yeah. There. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure Evan was pissed. Oh, my God. I probably wanted to, like, quit. I would never come back. Wouldn't be the first nor the last. That's yeah. happened. So oh. Don't say that much. oh, my God. All right. That's hilarious. All right. I have some, like, kind of rapid fire that won't be rapid Ooh. questions that I was thinking about. So, <laughs> obviously, like, I hosted this show for 20 years. Most memorable character on it. Use Ooh. all names if you want. Most memorable character on it. I mean, I'm going to say Steph. Like, it was just so different, 100%. like, so unique. And I feel like that was sort of your first time of, like, sort of pushing boundaries. Of, like, yeah, let's see what we can do here. Let's see what we can well, get I don't think we pushed too. them. I think we crossed them. I don't them. know. <laughs> I think that was mine, too. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I, I think it's 100% Steph. Because, like, she she's able to come at things in a much different way and perspective. Uh yeah, and she always just stood out. I, I feel like I would always end up talking to people about stuff that she had said or or people reacting to her. We got in. Oh, go ahead, JMP. Sorry. No, I think it's Steph, and we actually <laughs> had somebody come to the studio once dressed up as a fake Steph Prince, which to me, if he was better than me, <laughs> not really saying much. I mean, I also always remember Steph, you taking a picture with someone whose phone background was a picture of you and him. That guy, I know. <laughs> what? Yeah, Wait, a little what? creepy, but you know, uh, still memorable. Yes. Yes. Wait, but what happened? She took a picture with like a fan and just happened to notice that his fan, his wallpaper. No, he yeah. took a picture with me at the Allianz. Okay. And then we did this promotion that I still can't believe I agreed to called Prince at the Pole, which was at Monroe's <laughs> that Adam Adam Chaconis set up. I don't think that was on this show, though, was it? It was. Or was it Josh? Because we no? promoted, no, we promoted it, Prince at the Pole. It was a Monroe's thing because we always had to bring people to Monroe's. And in the back room, which wasn't like, you know, the strip club area, whatever. And so this guy shows up and he goes, hey, can I take another picture with you? And you were clothed or no? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if it was pre-performance for you. He showed me his phone background was me and him at the Allianz the year before. And that, I was like, all right, I'm done with this stuff. And you had Weird. not seen JMP's phone before? Yeah. <laughs> then I proceeded to watch him get a lap dance and that was really the end of everything. Oh my God. <laughs> We did a Prince at the Pole yes. promotion. Wow. Great yes. promotion. Prince at the Pole. And it was literally Adam inviting all his friends because nobody <laughs> li- And then this one listener. I mean, we created uh, a Tinder account for her once. Yeah. At the old yeah. station, and someone That's- showed up in the parking lot. Or like, I think it was on my phone. I was like, hey, you know what? We might have gone too far here. Yeah, but we did <laughs> things where, like, God, should I say? <laughs> How deep into this? Anybody listening right now, we should reward that baby. I mean, we did bits on the air where, like, if somebody from the show won a bet, they got to, like, 
platter on the tuchus. Right? Didn't, wasn't there something with you Jordan and, or something? Jordan and Jordan no, I, did end up having to do that. Or not yeah. having to we do that. We had to like but, hug because it was no, like. You had to grab your butt <laughs> yeah. on the hug. I yeah. mean, we used yeah. Periscope for eating habits. Oh. I still have that if you want it. I text, it was National Popsicle Day last week, and I texted Prince the picture. But then, like, as. I don't know. For some reason, I remember you and Alex doing something. That was at an event. That's part of the open, uh, licking beer off her butt. Oh, we were like out somewhere. Wasn't it? His, it was not his going away party. It was someone else's. Yeah. It, uh, well, then you made out with Andrea. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> what? what? Not Cole. Not no. Cole. Oh, from from Xfinity, from Comcast. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Not either. really. No, At they the didn't make out. They didn't make out. They did like a little peck, like for two seconds, like yeah. the tiniest. The of, Honda like, Classic. You barely after party. could feel it. The way you would give your kid a kiss on the lip if you were gonna do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Stephanie used to do things, and then there would be like times where. I mean, we would literally be, she'd be doing updates or live reads, and we'd do anything to distract her, go behind her, and try to unsnap stuff. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes. What? Yes. That yeah, did J- happen. Uh, I forgot about that. you should not have done that. I mean, really, JMP. Uh, I mean, my and bad. then J-Mart would then. Uh, put my butt in her face. J-Mart would then dancing. put his hands down his oh, pants oh my in, God. Front, yes. in front of his underwear. And stick his finger out the fly yes. so it looked like yeah. something. And then Stephanie would turn around and it would, just, it would literally just be his finger. There would be nothing inappropriate. Literally, none of this. Oh my God. None of this ever that. got to a point of actually being inappropriate. It was just so unbelievably close to the line that it was so absurd. That we could never have gotten away with this stuff today. No. 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 <laughs> Definitely not. I would say if you're going to take people out of this room, I would say the most memorable character, it's a, it's a three, to me it's a three-way tie between Prince, Pugh, and Jeanette. Because Jeanette added a, a part of this that was just, she was a firecracker. And it was, Stephanie was a firecracker for 15 to 20 minutes. Jeanette was on for an hour all over the place, all the time, in the most memorable of ways on that show, and she was amazing for that. I mean, but Pew, I mean, there were so many moments with him. <laughs> he yeah. he would he lived with Jim Rutledge, a teammate of ours, and I think almost set his apartment on fire once. Yeah, lost his dog. Uh huh. Right. Broke he his lost key his off. dog. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he break his key off in his lock once? There was one time for a 6 p.m. show where we couldn't find Pew, where we had to send somebody to do a wellness check. There was the time that he, for WPTV, was covering um, the Tiger press conference, the initial press conference in Ponte Vedra after the, after the Thanksgiving Day thing. He drove five hours to cover this press conference. It wasn't allowed in. Oh, <laughs> I mean, there was one thing after another, and didn't wasn't Pew the one? Boy, Stephanie has not thought about what I'm about to say in a long time, and she's gonna, I think, love this. Wasn't Pew the one who discovered that you would do Skype play by play for yes. Megan? Yes, yes. <laughs> that was amazing. Explain what happened. Uh, so at the time, <laughs> I was dating my now wife. Uh, we were in a long distance relationship. She lived in Wisconsin. I was uh, living with Pew in West Palm Beach. And uh, <laughs> she, we would watch Milwaukee Brewers games together. And the That's way we hot. would watch <laughs> Milwaukee Brewers Ryan games is dying together. right now would be uh, she would watch the game and then I would give a play by play because then I was an aspiring play by play broadcaster. And Pew, <laughs> one night, uh, he was trying to sleep, came out of his bedroom, 
It's like, why are you doing Skype play-by-play? Play? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That apartment. Oh, my uh, God. So how, who the lived? The roommates in the that roommates, apartment. Yeah, so go through the roommate evolution of that apartment because you were there so first, right, J-Mart? It started with Kenny and I. Ken Levick and I got an apartment together. After one year, though, Jason Pugh also needed an apartment. So we got a bigger one, so it was the three of us. It was me, Kenny, and Pugh. And that was That's like, like five minutes from the station, right? Yeah. Like a yeah. really convenient it apartment. It was awesome, yeah. yeah. And that was like two and a half years. And then and then that was around the time that I was going to move in with, uh, with my wife, and J&P took my spot. And you left him stuff, did you not? Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I probably three or four hundred adult videos. And like what did all you do with them? You watch like the Brewers all, instead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I got more uh, time watching the Brewers than any of those videos. Mm. I was also for a couple of weeks. I was sleeping on the couch because there was a layover period when Jmart hadn't moved out. <laughs> And I was about to move in, and uh, I was sleeping on the couch. And uh, let's just say your wife uh, was over a lot, and uh, oh. I'd have trouble sleeping. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> John, your thoughts? I, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, you had trouble sleeping. Apparently, I did too. <laughs> Wait a second. Let me, just, let me just understand this. This was a three-bedroom apartment. JMP sleeping on the couch. Courtney on top of you, and Q and Ken in the other apartments. <laughs> Steph, you okay over there? Oh, my God. Oh, the visual of that. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. That apartment must have been really clean. <laughs> Why didn't you not. guys ever, like, I would think you would just go to Courtney's. Does she not have a place? She lived with her parents. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I think there are like horror stories of cleaning up, like when they moved out, like having to clean oh. up after JMP. Oh. Yeah, 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 no. Yeah. So <laughs> I was, um, I was about to move into a, a one bedroom, actually where you used to live uh, in West Palm Beach. Very what a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I, I can live there. Nineteen sixty-seven apartment two hundred five. And my wife was—it was her first uh, time going to Florida, so. I basically did a, a half-ass job cleaning up, and Hugh had to clean up, like, part of my room, the rest of the house. We had, like, something literally, like, living in our microwave. It was so dirty. And then <laughs> I, and I get to the office on Monday morning, and Hugh goes, get in here. We need to talk, <laughs> and said... I think our friendship is about to be over. <laughs> I am so pissed off. Wow. You. Wow. Wow. By the way, let's go back to when you heard Jmart at night. <laughs> was there ever a part of you that thought, hey, not let me knock on the door. Can you guys keep it down? And whose voice did you hear more, John or Courtney? Go ahead. By the way, it was my house. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I'm sure I thought about like how I would, because I, I did talk to Jmart. <laughs> And, I can't. And, if JMP and, knocked on the door, <laughs> hey, excuse me. Hey, Gordo, Steph, you guys are looking out. I mean, can you, I hear noises. Uh, I, I don't see any of the kids. I they just seem remember, to be sleeping. I just remember <laughs> one time you and I talked about it. and Me? Men- no, JMP. Oh. No, and, and mentioned that, uh, like, not only were you not sorry that I heard all that, but, like, 
that basically, like you, you know, the volume would be turned up. <laughs> oh, so you went reverse psychology. You wanted him out, so you were gonna just be louder and louder. Interesting. It wasn't me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Would you, can you confirm that? Um, it was mostly his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and without actually saying what you heard, do you have the recollection in your mind of the words and sounds without actually imitating them or saying them? Like in your head, can you visualize and hear those moments? I actually, I, I don't think I remember very many words. I'm sure there were, but it was just more just the, the noise. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wasn't going to say Oh, my God. <laughs> Gonna ruin sex for me forever. <laughs> you might just not know anything about JMP. Not gonna work. Maybe a good thing, actually. Oh my god. Um, Holy right. cow. I had written down as a question kind of illegal borderline moments. It sounds like we've gotten to a no. lot of those already. Okay. Uh, we had way too many of those, oh, obviously. Um, yeah, we did have the. Did you, uh, you 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 mentioned the Tinder thing? I don't know if you really gave details of what we did with Stephanie and what happened as a result. I mean, I remember us creating an account for her, like using her picture, and then some guy like matched with us, showed up to the parking lot, he had a face tat, <laughs> and it, like it's on my phone. I'm like, eh, you know what? <laughs> I think we've gotten as far as we can with this bit. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see face tat guy? I did not. No. no. Did not. <laughs> there was also a moment where Stephanie. I've never seen Stephanie rattled like this, <laughs> where we had somebody on hold. And I told Stephanie it was her ex-boyfriend. Oh. And I was so about bad. to take him as a guest. And this guy. He this wasn't my ex-boyfriend, first of all. <laughs> well, I was trying to be kind. The baseball player is over talking Now you can give context. Go ahead. Evan made this whole big deal about whatever. In college, I was <laughs> single. I, you know, whatever. I Hooked up with a baseball hooked player. Hooked up with a baseball player. <laughs> Big deal. Probably a lot of people did. So. I did. As yeah. I tried. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it was kind of a baseball team. That was my problem. I hadn't talked to this guy in I don't know years. I mean, I was out of college. But you can find whatever. him. Like so, we. Yeah. She gave us his he name. He looked once. him up because whatever he played baseball uh, for a state. So yeah. you know you have like whatever reference baseball whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And so he played a joke of mine saying he was on the, like, on, on hold about to talk to me. I didn't even know if he remember who I was. I was so mad. So That's mad. I then, almost walked out. I might have actually walked out. So, uh, misses. We've had a lot of them. Big misses on this show. Our April Fool's Day prank was a big miss. We tried so hard to pull this off. Unfortunately, Stephanie didn't want to play around with it. So basically, I was doing the show from New York. Brian pretended uh, as if. The, the connection wasn't working. J-Mart, what did you, oh no, it was Ken, I, Ken I think, on the show, or J&P, somebody then went to go help out with like something yeah, else. Like, and oh, we kept running out of the room to go fix it. So we left Stephanie <laughs> in the room by herself, <laughs> thinking she's going to try to do a show by herself, <laughs> and she just sat there quiet. No, so we had dead air for two minutes. I was like, Steph, you got to go. Like, I got to try and figure out Evan. It's just but it was also when, there. yeah, you were in New York, <laughs> and like there would be times where you would legit drop. drop. And, yeah, but not and, for that long. No, but like, you know, we, we all had to be sort of... Besides me on our toes. Oh, it would give me a heart go. attack. Yeah. I hate it. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to do. <laughs> totally. Well, you showed it. You didn't know what to do. We did once. It wasn't April Fool's, but I remember getting J&P once with a fake NBA trade. Like, he was in meetings all day. Oh, yeah. And he walked in like, oh, yeah. the Heat got him. We have that somewhere. It was Kyrie, I think, wasn't it? It might have been Kyrie or it might have been Lowry, now that I think about it. 
And like he Ugh. bought in so hard and was so excited. Yeah, you have to have that somewhere. I, I uh, now I remember that the fake heat trade. Yeah, he was so, he was very excited. Oh, we totally got. You know, there were so many misses early on in terms of the content we would do, like hardcore sports shows. Like I would make, I'd be in the mood probably because Mike and the Mad Dog did it. Like to say to Jay Mart, like, all right, let's do a quick hit on the Yankees, Mets, and Red Sox today, and he'd have to get. Yankees, Mets, Red Sox guests, and we'd like do like an around the horn kind of thing. There was one show I remember that was so horrible. Again, so many of my mistakes because I'm so stupid, and I would just try to copy everything Mike and the Mad Dog did in New York. But and baseball related, real quick. I think my first time like on air on the show was from a Marlins game because Stanton was doing BP, and like you had me on as like a guest. Like that was your big get. Yeah, well, so, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not exactly ideal. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> But I remember one show in studio. We had Greg Stoda from the Palm Beach Post, and we did over-unders for the NFL season. Like, oh, that's a good idea. Like, in theory, that makes sense. Except doing all 32 one by one. <laughs> we did 32 under over-unders, 16 an hour for two hours. Ugh. Oh, my God. I mean, so many bad things. Like that. <laughs> there, there were many times where we had, like, do you remember? There's a guy by the name, I could be getting this wrong, of Rob Ostrov or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, Rob Ostrov. Yeah. He was a built-in guest. As a paid guest in the show, yeah, I have his name. I have his number in that in that phone book. But what did he do? What was he? It, it was he uh, an attorney? I don't know. We had so. I'm many. pretty sure he was an attorney, but I don't. I, it, what I don't relevance really did he have? It's a great you think question. Steve cared? <laughs> <laughs> Make it relevant. His relevance was that he paid he the paid, bill. Paid. Got it. <laughs> and then when he stopped being a guest, it was because he didn't pay anymore. <laughs> as a matter of fact, other misses that you remember jumping out at you? Anything? I mean, there's so many, obviously. So many <laughs> terrible ideas. JMP? Well, I mean, you alluded to, like, Brian with with Mike Stanton, but just, like, the 6.05, 20-minute breaking G. down Marlins. Oh, like, should Alfredo Mezaga or Emilio Bonifacio bat leadoff? Like, I mean, just... Oh, it God. seemed great at the time, but terrible so now. So bad. So bad. And we paid people to then go do that, too. <laughs> Which is even worse. Oh, well, and then didn't you have a year where Rick Spielman, who was then the Dolphins oh, general manager, yeah. would come on every week, and and, and the questions like would always said, be like I said, Evan. Yeah, like yeah, I said, I respect the question, but can't answer. No, that's every when, Sab time. when Saban got hired. He started doing that. Well, to JMP's point, like in listening through some of these old shows and like pulling audio, I remember listening to a show where you went to Marlins Rays Day Baseball, drove back to West Palm to then talk about how the Marlins used their closer in a blowout <laughs> game. And that was your big topic that day. That's rough. Yep, real hit. Oh, my God. So they that... shouldn't have used Kevin Gregg. <laughs> Jesus. Gregg. Well, weekly guests, we had we had uh, Rick Spielman. We had Wayne Rosenthal as a pitching coach for the Marlins. Oh, yeah. We had Jay Feely. Girardi? Uh, we had Girardi. I was building up to that. Uh, we had Joe Girardi. <laughs> we also, I don't know how many people know this. J-Mart does, but he doesn't remember. I think in year one and two, we did a weekly with the Panthers. <laughs> but we'd have a different Panthers player on every single week. It had a name. It was Puck Talk. Puck Talk. Panthers Puck Talk. Puck talk. <laughs> Why did we come up with that? <laughs> I can't believe I remembered that. All but right. Here's one, one other kind of quick hitter. Again, not going to be quick. From where the show started and who specifically was on it, when, when you started, who's had the most growth on the show? I don't mean physically. Because <laughs> <laughs> I win. Hmm. Like as a... I mean, if you think about, if we can just I go. I think it's Steph. It's, uh, yeah, so Steph started as interviewing for sales, 
waiting three hours for Steve in that interview. <laughs> I think she was wearing gray pants and a black shirt. I remember her sitting out front um, and waited forever. I did. For, uh, listen, I, I would have walked out, I think. I would have been like, this is not the kind of company I want to be a part of. How long did you wait? Over an hour. Wow. And the problem was they had a sales meeting. And it was in when Steve had his, all, you know, seventh floor. Yep. And so there was no door. Like, there was a door, but it wasn't no, You closed. could see through. Yeah, so the, I was just literally singing in, in the little waiting room. While they were having a sales meeting, probably for an hour. Wow. So wow. Stephanie started as a salesperson. Or, uh, sales yeah. or marketing? Yeah, sales. sales. And then got into marketing. And then we ended up, I don't know, what like what triggered you being on in the first place? I, Herb Uzi yep. was talking about Joe Paterno and bashing Florida State and Bobby Bowden because I think it was mm. at the time that they were right. like competing for best coach or whatever, most winningest coach or something like that. Yep. Something happened. And then I was like yelling in the hallways. And you were like, come in. And I was like, okay, but I was so fired up. I but didn't that in, it. Wait, wait, before you finish, that in itself would indicate such a change in my mentality. So when you said that the show changed a lot when she was on it, there must have been something before then because I would not, when Jay Martin and I first started, I right. never would have done something like that, which would have been wrong. But go ahead, finish the story. That's just, and then I came in and I feel like I yelled at Herb and like, <laughs> Semi probably put him in his place. I'm sure I said miss things were that are totally wrong and off base. And then I, I, I don't know how then it was like, oh, maybe we should have her on for top five or fill in or something like that. And then so I would fill in sometimes. And then we did a fan survey. And it was like, who do you want to hear more of, JMP or Stephanie? And so. <laughs> Tough competition. They, like, whatever, whatever host. And so I had scored higher. And so then Shocking. we decided to put me on to do top five. I have no record. That's I how like, I started doing it more consistently. I feel like you pitched the idea internally or was trying to get Stephanie on board for like a year or so. Oh, I definitely before. remember you having no interest in yeah. being on the air. Because Stephanie's pre predecessor at that position was kind of interested initially in being on the air and then wasn't. And then I think maybe in, in my head, I was like, maybe there's something to that, but I don't think you ever wanted to be. I never saw myself as that. I was not the type of person. I mean, I remember sitting in the chair the first time I ever went back. I don't know if it was the first time I did it consistently or whatever. My heart was beating out of my like I was so I was sweating probably more than Jay Martin. Was. I, I was it was nerve wracking well, for a long time. I, but I appreciate looking back on it. Somebody that appreciated the microphone because there's too right. many times of people just thinking they should have the microphone and not earn the microphone and like the fact that you appreciated it. I mean, you were used to having microphones in your face, obviously. Oh, but okay. No, because we were working at a radio yeah. station. Right. Uh, what are you right, talking right. about? Yeah. It did lead to a successful wrestling career for her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. She liked yeah. that. That was another time I was pissed at everyone. Everyone. Wait, why were you pissed? Because no one came. Because yeah. they finagled this whole... I was yeah, out of town. They finagled this whole thing. I drove by her on the way there, to be honest. No, O'Terry did, and he called in. Oh, O'Terry oh. was literally... I was listening to you guys, and you're begging me to call in and I was no then um pa coach Charlie Partridge, Partridge yep. called in and tried to give me a pep talk <laughs> oh to call in God. and then O'Terry <laughs> Ransomy was next to me on 95 and saying hey I'm staring at her <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, God. driving next to me whatever oh my God. well that that took place because a, a, a fan call, of the yeah. show yeah. right was involved in a wrestling promotion they got Stephanie to do it and Stephanie was great she looked great in the whole wrestling she managed up. the tag team champions of whatever company that was yeah. To put in a resume, Steph. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, 
there was a time. I don't think Stephanie was there for this. We were at Craig's house in Wisconsin. Our CEO. Again, I don't know why I'm giving context. Only people can hear this are working for the company currently. But I remember, I don't know what, it, it must have been post-Wisconsin Sports Awards because I remember, I remember my wife being there, me being there, Steve and Stacy being there, and a few other people. And, like, I got kind of, like, told off a little bit in a productive way of, like, we have to drop the drunk marketing director thing. Because I think that was during a time where Stephanie, like, maybe really was that. Um, and like it was too close to home and they, to their credit, saw Stephanie as, as running the station one day and like this image of like this wild party girl. Cause basically what Stephanie did on the air was all true, but it was her true rewound to her college days. Right. It was like yeah. your character was you at Florida state, not you now. So it was real. It just wasn't current. Is that fair? Correct. Yeah. You guys live vicariously through me at college because I went to like this big party school and right. whatever. And so you were kind of trying to figure out what'd you do and who'd you, where'd you go and you know, what charades did you do? Right. I mean, we also never mentioned her now husband like no. that entire time. Yeah. That's she true. didn't want to at that time either. She yeah. wasn't thrilled with Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> and we were all, cause we were so defensive on Stephanie's behalf that we were all pissed at Gordo for not proposing. And little did we realize this whole thing was all Stephanie's fault. <laughs> <laughs> like now that I've gotten to know Gordo as well as I have, I don't, I retroactively blame Prince for all of it. Right. So, but I, I think that's actually a really interesting thing. Now that I put it into words, we did play Stephanie's true character. We just didn't play her current character. And I think rightfully so, Steve and Craig are like, let's not bill her as that because that's not the current version of her, right? Well, yeah, and then at that point, too, I don't know if I was also, I was still in sales and I was going to more networking events and so people would see me and Refer they, they would that. not know me from a sales perspective or right. professional and they would know me as the drunk marketing director. Like, even, <laughs> like, friends people. Like, people would call Gordon and be like, oh, I listened to... Well, that one, what's it, Johnny Cucina? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, well, yes. That's what you called them on the yeah, air, at least. Yeah. So, uh, Gordon, one of their really close friends, Gordon, her husband, did not listen to the show. No. And he didn't want to. Yeah, didn't want to. <laughs> but he's also not a sports yeah. guy. No. So, even when we were no. serious, he wouldn't be interested. But then this one guy would be the leak and be like, how about that baseball player that Stephanie got with? And that's the last thing that any guy would yeah. want to hear about their significant other, right? It's not like she did anything wrong, but why would Gordon want to hear that? But so that, so growth. Okay, so here's the challenge to the growth thing. J-Mart started showing up to the show at, with <laughs> insanely long toenails, open Birkenstocks, jeans with holes in the crotch. Huge holes. Huge yeah. holes in the crotch. Like, bo- I would just wa- see his boxers when no. I started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally. It's serious. And yeah. not stylistically holes. Just like, at that time, I don't want to pay for another pair of jeans. I could still put these on. Smoking a million cigarettes a day. And then, to his credit, working a million jobs to make ends meet. To now being in sales and making a healthy salary and having a family. like One of the I'm, highest billers. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of progression. There is no <laughs> question. But you didn't finish Steph's story. Okay. Like, well, I mean, you, you talked about oh, her getting to the point where, where it was like, you, you don't want to call her the drunk marketing director. But the reason that I say that I think she's progressed the most is because of what she did then. Then she ascended to to sales and marketing director and then general manager and now vice president and market manager, I think, is her title. But here's the thing. I think if we just restarted this show and Steph was doing the top five at five, so I will put context behind this. At five o'clock every single day, Stephanie would come in with questions 
And Brian would write the question. Stephanie would never look at them. Brian would write them incorrectly on purpose, would screw her up. Like, you know, like. There's a typo. Yeah. Like some of the examples that he would give, like, hey, would you blow me? Uh, scored 13 yeah. points last night. Uh, Colin Forsex. Colin Forsex. Yeah. yeah. Should, should Big Colin Forsex play more? Like, and she would have no idea what she was doing, right? But if we did the show over again, I feel like you'd be that same character. I yeah. don't think. Even though there's growth, I don't think you would play the I'm in charge of the station character. No. I wouldn't. Yeah. It's not fun. No. But I think the biggest change of like everyone. Unless you're coming on the air to yell at everybody, then that would be fun. Yeah. Like in a pig vomit sort of way. <laughs> yeah. Like show wise, is that like J Mart knows so much more about sports now? Like that would be yeah. the biggest current day change. Yeah. <laughs> what about Brian in terms of growth? Oh, yeah. Light he's like years. running TV now. <laughs> Brian was a horrible intern. Uh huh. Yep. I tell people, the interns that all the time. Like if we had actual intern rules like we had now, I wouldn't be here today. I think a lot of us wouldn't be here today. Okay. But I mean, horrible intern. I mean, that's a tough thing. I don't I don't think I agree with that. But he wouldn't show up to shifts. No, I would show oh, up. I just wouldn't I talk to anyone. No, there were shifts you, you didn't. You went to another radio station instead. Well, I mean, yeah, I, did? I did have shifts there. Yeah, yeah, I was getting paid there. Yeah, he worked at 640 simultaneously as he was interning for us. And so on the days that he would be paid for 640, which is fine, He'd go and work there. He wouldn't communicate with us, and he just wouldn't show up. But it wasn't the sports side. It was like political talking, like overnight. Yeah, yeah, it was before it was sports. <laughs> oh like I'd work I like midnight that. to eight a.m. and they paid, you know, decent because I also was working another part-time job. Our but, radio network. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I wasn't getting paid for that one either. That was public. So. Yeah. <laughs> public, yeah. Public. Um, but now Brian in charge of TV and in management and everything yeah. like that. Like that's once see once you got to know Brian, that wasn't hard in terms of seeing that growth. I don't know that I would have thought that for Prince right away. Excuse me. And I definitely would not have thought that for J-Mart in terms of that, that growth, um, right, the way in which it's, it's happened, which is phenomenal. JMP's growth has been so much different because I think all of us thought JMP's going to leave at some point to take some big play-by-play job, you know, somewhere else. And JMP's growth has been personal growth. And not that he hasn't had the professional growth, but on a different path, right? I think JMP... I don't know that any of us thought he'd be here for long because he's so good at play-by-play that I think we just thought he'd peace out. And then we got to know you, and we knew, oh, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, I, when I started here, I mean, I looked at it, and, and I loved working here at, you know, then at ESPN Radio 760 more than any other place that I worked, but I was well, still... Well, because we didn't fire you, and every other place did. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, I got fired in the middle of a Miami Heat playoff series yeah, once. you did. We do have sound about one of his firings. <laughs> oh, all right, let's take number, a listen. Number 40, uh, this is you at Radio Row with uh, George Sedano. <laughs> Let me bring in a special guest in person with me here at the Super Bowl. You hear him weeknight 7 to 10 here on ESPN 106.3, Sedano and Stink. I think every single person would rather stink right now. <laughs> but we've got Sedano, George Sedano, of course, Miami native, friend of mine for a decade plus. Is this the first time we've ever been on the air together in like a talk show setting? Um, we did a, the heat pregame stuff together yeah. when you were doing that. That's a tough question. I think maybe, I think I, I know I've been on with like JMP. I don't think you and I have been on together. I, I was not real enough to put you on, but JMP was. <laughs> yeah, but we've been friends for a decade. Right. See, speaking of Sedano and Stink. <laughs> and you know, by the way, absolutely, you should want Stink before right. you want Wait, wait here's the funny thing. But he's hawking Papa John's, so he would mention Papa John's about 37 times this oh, interview, or I won't. That. Forget that. But here's, here's the thing. So yesterday we outed JMP for actually stinking. 
Yeah. And I'm going to out you now as my source because we were talking about J- uh, JMP and how he got fired from FIU for smelling. <laughs> fired? Yes, he did. Did you guys, you said to me, JMP's not going to be back on the broadcast because he smells. Did you not say that to Well, me? I didn't say it exactly like that. Yes, you did. No. Don't lie. No. You did. I how didn't did, say it like you that. You said Pete Garcia, the AD at FIU, is not comfortable with his hygiene. Did you not say that? Uh, I think that was part of it. Yeah. And it actually wasn't told to me. This was secondhand information that I got from someone else. Well, good source. Sources of a source. Sources close to you. Yes. Anybody close to JMP could smell him. So it would be anybody that right. would be a That's source. That's a fair point. Yeah. I used to bring some Axe body spray during the broadcast. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. And you sprayed him? With well, that? I'd spray myself and him. You just say, but I'd it was, spray it was the a room. technique. I spray you spray the room. You think you were, you were spraying yourself, but you're really actually spraying JMP because he stinks so much. Oh my God. All right. So the real show, Sedano and Stink, was the FIU games, it sounds like. <laughs> All right, can you elaborate to that? Because speaking of growth, because I don't smell you at all today. You seem to smell good. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so I did FIU for a few years. The last couple of years was with George Sedano as my uh, broadcast partner. And so the last year that I did the games before getting fired for smelling, um, <laughs> the, the opening game, uh, Pete Garcia, the athletic director, and I think the president of the university at the time came on at halftime. And then so you and, were schwitzing by then. Well, I, I knew I was like schwitzing because like I always like schwitz during the game. Um, <laughs> Prince again is dying. <laughs> so, but, but whatever. We do the interview. Like I think nothing of it. And then I get a call like the next Monday or Tuesday uh, from the program director of the station that we were on, seven ninety. Uh, Mark Hockman, by the way, who's still on doing a doing an afternoon show. And he goes, I don't know how to necessarily have this conversation, but he's like, do you shower before the game? Oh my God. He asked you that? <laughs> and, and he said, yeah, he asked, but like he prefaced it by saying like how bad he felt asking. And he, but he made it clear that like somebody from FIU, I don't remember if he outed Pete or if, it, you know, if it was clear who it was, said that I smelled. Like during, you know, when they came in. So, you know, I made, for me at least, a conscious effort to uh, shower before the games <laughs> and bring some deodorant. Um, and then. What did you say when he was like, do you shower before? The-? Like, what did you say? Uh, like, you couldn't imagine that's what he was going to ask you. I mean, how much before the games do you mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that came out of left field. Morning, I probably, I mean, I probably said, like, yeah, to the best of my recollection. Which, <laughs> what, are you in a court? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure, like, I, like, stumbled a hundred Do you feel like times. your hygiene has improved since then? Yeah, I mean, I would not say that my hygiene is necessarily, like, above average to, you know, everybody Like, else, how many but- times a week do you shower? I shower every day. Okay. But usually once a day. I know a lot of people do it twice a day. Um, I'd hit the over on that. (laughs) Um, You know, I'll usually, well, I'll always put deodorant on before coming to work. It's good. (laughs) good Step one. I mean, I brush That's my, progress. Uh, what, what else would be? You brush I mean, your teeth. Good job. Sounds like you're doing a good job. What, what, what are other hygiene like things that maybe I do or don't do? No, I, I think it sounds like you're very much doing it right today. The question is, were you doing it right then? I mean, I don't think I was doing it yeah, to the level that I clear. should be. Yeah. Um, but but then at the end of the year, so so there was nothing like I, I thought this was like a one and done incident, and then at the end of the year. 
they were going to, the FIU rights were going over to another radio station. And so I knew there was a possibility that I would not be back, but like nobody said anything. The rights to me. brought guard, you didn't. <laughs> literally like hit my tooth with the yeah. microphone <laughs> you had a little uh, you didn't have a little old uh, spice to you at that point there was no. a degree missing i guess from you <laughs> did your station lose the rights because of your <laughs> funk uh quite possibly i just made a bunch of deodorant jokes i want to point that out <laughs> but deodorant um, stick. but yeah I, I mean i remember i asked george a couple times i asked like a couple of other people you know if they knew what was going on because i hadn't heard anything and then i found out um by reading from Barry Jackson in the Miami Herald <laughs> that uh, FIU had hired a, a new play-by-play broadcast. Wait a second. This is another wrinkle to the story. You're saying you got called to the principal's office because you smell. Yeah. <laughs> <Season> <laughs> was but this was week one of the season. Right. <laughs> Clearly the stink stayed. <laughs> you didn't know that. You wake up one morning at that time reading the newspapers and you see that somebody had been hired for the job you have without them telling you you weren't in that job anymore. Yes, yes, that is correct. Only now, do you remember what happened on the air that day? This was the, I guess what you played was like a couple days after. But do you remember that day there was something that you wanted me to try to do? I don't. So, because I was never officially fired oh, I by FIU. Oh, I wanted to fire you on the air. <laughs> no, 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 no. You wanted me to go, like, leave the show and drive <laughs> to Miami and stand, like, in front of Pete Garcia's office so that he could officially fire me. Oh, that's nice of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that in full. I got to be honest. How with close you. were you to doing that? Yeah. <laughs> He got to Broward before, and he was like, you know what, maybe it's not a good idea. <laughs> and he was walking, too, which is weird. He took the tri-rail. I mean, oh, if Brightline was around then, maybe I would That's why I said that. So, okay, so Stephanie, how would you crown the most growth? I don't know. I think we just cut, like, everyone kind of has grown in their own way. Like, it's... It, I mean, hopefully after 20 years or however many years we've been here, we've grown a little bit. I would hope so. You yeah. know what I mean? But I think, like, to you, you said J-Mart. Like, even, I mean, look at pictures side by side of J-Mart. <laughs> but just the success that he's had from a sales standpoint and a company standpoint, it's pretty incredible. He's being nominated for Carmies and, um, you know, for MC of the Year, and he's a top biller. B-Man literally is running. I would give him MC of the Year for the night at Sunfest where he was the MC there. And that, that <laughs> version of an MC, we killed oh, yeah. it. Yeah, that was fun. We were Brady DJ and Manny that Corn. night. Oh, my God. I've never felt so cool in my entire life. Go ahead. I was going to say, B-Man, I don't know that you ever thought you'd be running a TV department, a major TV department no. of one of our largest partners. And well, he may not be for long. <laughs> yeah. Keep it up. We got we got a few more months left. And um, JMP uses deodorant yeah, and JMP. shake hands and throw yeah. a ball. Yeah, I love it. And then Evan, obviously, I mean, like, you're still in the radio world, but you're hosting oh, national shows. You're still in the radio world. Well, I'm saying you're still doing, like, none of us here are on the air anymore. Like, literally none of us except for you. Yeah, you're the only one. And so you're hosting national radio shows. You're running content for the entire company, which now is, you know, it's massive. So I think, like, we've all grown. All right, final question before we end this 21st hour. And this has been very fun. And I appreciate everybody doing this. Could we do this again? Let's say for argument's sake, I move back to Florida. I don't have a national radio job. I beg Stephanie to let me host. And I say, let's just have the same crew again. Could we do it again? Yeah. I think we'd be better than everyone on the air right now. 
<laughs> on the station that you run. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. Saying, take <laughs> I, I mean, I, let, me, let me tell you something. I can, we're not videoing this. The, the fight in her eyes was as if she was back in like high school playing soccer against her biggest rival of I'm going to bleep and kill you. That's what she, she was just Angel Reese to Caitlin Clark. That's what she just had fire of like, wow. Wow, that was some fire. I she think it's the true. Mic. Do you guys not all think that's I true? Don't, I mean, I don't know that we could do it. Do I think we'd be better? Yes. Well, that's a shot. But, like, how, how do you? <laughs> Here's the problem. Here's the problem, okay? Between us all, we have five marriages. We have eight kids. How many dogs and pets do we have? A lot, right? There's so much responsibility that would we unintentionally all let each other down. Because how could we prioritize this show the way that we all used to in the same exact way? That's where I would just, I would ask the question of, could we do it again? Yes. Would we be able to do it again the same way? I would say no. Right? The, the, the beauty of like when I was working with Jeanette was this was the number one priority, which is what I wanted somebody to be. And she was phenomenal at making this the number one priority. And I'm not saying none of us would make it the number one priority, but wouldn't we unintentionally let each other down a bunch? Well, I can definitely say that the show for a long time absolutely was my life. Right. It's, it's not just, yeah, we, we live our lives on the air, but it's also, it becomes your life. It's like a chicken and the egg kind of a, yeah, kind of a thing. I totally forgot where I was talking about. <laughs> I don't remember what oh we were talking about at all. And he has chicken and eggs laying on his yes. desk right now, as a matter of fact. your notepad? No, I don't, I don't have anything on my notepad, <laughs> except for an arrow. I think maybe what you're going to say it was your life, but then eventually it, you had other priorities, like sales, and we all kind of started right. having no. other priorities. She nailed it. No, your wife and your son would be the other well, priority. Yeah, yeah no, no, that's, what, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, from a work we, standpoint, it's running show, a romper room. The show wouldn't be my life, my whole life anymore, right. nor for any of us. But that doesn't, you know. So then let me ask it this way then, because maybe I'm wrong in thinking about the, the, the math on this. Back in the day, we had 100% of us, but our, our, like our 100% of our attention was on this show. Yeah. But none of us knew what we were doing in the way that we know now, and not that we couldn't get better. Is 75% of us now better than 100% then? I mean, I do think all of us know how to like do this show better. Just from a like comfortability standpoint, like the things we'd be willing to talk about, I think that would definitely go a long way. Prince, you're you're in deep thought right now. Yeah, I don't know the the back then when we didn't know what we were doing, it may not have been in the moment like we thought great, but like we just remembered all this stuff that was so funny and hilarious that like it was actually really great. I don't know if that was more great internally than externally, but a lot of that. Well, thankfully, this is only airing yeah, internally. <laughs> a lot of that became great externally. Um, like the pink hair thing. Like we got people to show up to events. Right. You know what I mean? Like it was pretty in incredible. But I think it'd just be a little bit of a different show. Us grown up. It's like the version 2.0. Do you want to do the 2.0? And like, you know, you don't want to do like, say by the bell 2.0. It wasn't great. You know what I mean? But I don't. I'm not trying to compare. Well, to we that, could but. have the Cobra Kai version of this with all of our kids doing the show one huh. night. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Spaghetti, you're in outer space. Well, I, I keep going back to like if we were a band um, and we. <laughs> you do. You, 
You be our lead singer. Go ahead. Sing Jamie. <laughs> no, that's Jamar, National Anthem, remember? I'm Mr. Brightside. No, but, but seriously, like, so if we were a band and we decided, like, 20 years after our prime, we're going to reunite and go on a tour and play our greatest hits, like, the concert would be really good. People would enjoy it. I don't know necessarily if we would be better than we were at our prime. Like, it would be different. It would feel more grown up. Like, I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan, and Pearl Jam now, like, probably sounds, you know, more polished than they did in the 90s. But, like, there was probably something about their shows in the 90s that were better than they were now. JP just compared himself to Eddie Vedder. So I <laughs> exactly. Any final words here for the 21st hour? This has been fun. And by the hour, I mean two. <laughs> Prince? Just, uh, besides the fact that you think all shows in your station suck? <laughs> Bring us back. Plea for three. No. Um, um, I, no, I think, one, I'm grateful that I was able to do this show. I think it allowed me, one, to have also a better appreciation for, like, what radio is and the, the power of radio because I don't know that I would have had that if I didn't have the opportunity to do the show. And I also think it made us grow a lot closer and so we have this cool bond and it was such a fun, t like it literally was so fun. You forget how fun it is until you come back and try and do it again and you remember those fun times. And so I think it'll be an awesome memory of my life. And I think it was really fun and I'm appreciative that, you know, we were able to do it for so long. Uh, one add on to that. It's such a good point you just made. As the market manager, there's no job here that somebody could say, well, you, you don't know what you're doing with that. Like you were on afternoon drive for seven years, you know, like. Just because you came True. up in the sales and marketing world, you've done better content than most content people at the station have done. JMP, final word for you. I, I do hope that in some way, shape, or form, even if it's like once a year or even if it's like on special occasions between what we're doing now uh, and what we did during the 20 for 20, like it makes me miss our group coming together and being on the air. So I would like to do it again. I'm not saying every day, but like I would love for for this to not be the final time this group is on the air or on the podcast or whatever. JMP rooting for me not to get renewed. Go ahead, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I think the crazy part is like, and we realized it a lot the last few months, like the rest of the station is still so young. And like Steph and I sometimes will like reminisce and tell stories that are like, wait, Steph did that? Or like, wait, Steph, you know, was a wrestling manager, things like that. <laughs> so it's crazy looking back and realizing that, you know, we're sort of the old people now. Do people, just interject, do people at the station every day not realize you guys were on Afternoon Drive for as long as you were? All of you? I don't think so. Yeah. Not oh, a lot of people. That's a completely different feel now. I really don't think that anybody thinks of me as no. any, as yep. being able to I contribute agree. in content in any way. Like, there was a, a, a thing recently where Brian was teaching people about running the board, and I was like, I said something like, you know, you could ask me to do this kind of stuff. It wasn't about running. It was about producing or something. I'm like, I'm happy to help with this kind of thing. And <laughs> Mick Levin's literally like, he taught me how to do it. <laughs> and she was like, all right. <laughs> and it hadn't even crossed her mind because she'd never seen it. To be fair, I think a majority of our teammates in West Palm now, like, came after we were on the air or maybe, like, at the tail end. And, like, they don't know that J-Mart – you know, was in content. They don't know that you were, you know, down here doing a show for 20 years. You know, they Me? I think most people know that Evan. I just yeah. stopped yeah, like five like, minutes ago. I think it's more that totally. J-Mart, his role, he played on the show. People didn't realize how big it was and how right. long it was. I, You know, McLovin, I think people still kind of know that you produce the show, but not as years, much. At least two yeah. years since I've touched the board. But like not before probably, 
wow. how involved you Correct. were. Yes. And then JMP, I just don't know. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I don't know either. So that's <laughs> Jmart, final word from you. I'm sure you already forgot well, it. I would. I am. I'm happy to come back anytime you guys want to get the band back together. I am always all in, and I like this is one of the things that I'm most thankful for in my entire life. Like this show has literally shaped my life. I mean, we, we talked about my wife. Um, and, and that obviously that leads to my son and, you know, it, it literally, is that how that works? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes. JMP hurt. Yeah. yeah JMP yeah. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> JMP was a part. He'll give you a play by play of the night it happens. <laughs> and away he goes. Yeah. It was just, I just want to say that it was like literally one of the greatest sort of joys of my life has been doing the show. Um, I guess my final word is well, two things. One, are we recording? Yeah. Okay. I keep checking. Oh, Jesus. oh my God. I would die. Holy crap. I would die. <laughs> um, my, my final word is going to be a weird one, but that is that, like, I know Brian, JMP, and Jmart all, like, historically feel happy about it, but it is good seeing Prince happy about it. Yeah. Because, like, we don't see this version of Prince that much anymore. I mean, we just don't, right. we can't, right? You can't be the drunk marketing director character except when we're doing this. And so I think that the character that you played, which was a younger version of you on just not in real time, I think is, I think it's cool that you still have that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. The other thing I was going to say is I think, listen, as much as my character in college was crazy and wild and whatever in the professional world, I was shy. Like I didn't want to like contribute. I was super shy. I didn't like want to raise my hand. And I think this like literally made me who I am. Like it gave me the confidence to be able to say things in meetings or have an opinion or whatever, because as some of the crazy stories were, but it also allowed me to like voice my opinion on things. And as I became more comfortable, I think that allowed me to also have confidence out there versus just behind a microphone. Um, so I think it built me of who I am today. So, well, thank you all for being a part of it. Brian Rowe, it's Jeremy Marks, pal, Stephanie Prince, John Martin, Evan Cohen, Thank you all for uh, who's going to listen to this? I don't know. No like, one I think I'm going to put right. it on our website. No, let's let's put the list of people that we think will listen cuz they'll only be able to know they're on this list till the end. Uh, Nolan, JMP. <laughs> JMP, listen back. <laughs> all right, Nolan Murphy. Yes. 100%. No. Pratik. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Matt Burke maybe. This is a long time. He's Tom, young Tom and social. Olson. Tom Olson. There's never been anything done at GKB that Tom Olson has not supported. <laughs> okay. Wow. So Tom Olson. I got nobody. Sherwood? I don't see no. it. Jordan will give you 20 minutes and then peace out. Steve Politziner. Steve will listen no. to this By in pieces <laughs> over two years. In pieces That's over true. two years. So we are recording this on Monday, April 3rd, 2023. I will say by 2025, we'll get a note from Steve that we love it. Yeah. Or he loves it. We love it. Yeah. He loves it. Anybody that. else at the state? Matroka, I could see maybe listening to it. Nah. Court? He's too busy. Courtney? Maybe Courtney. Maybe, maybe Courtney. Yeah, I think maybe. I think she'll get bored. I think there will be a lot of people that will say they listen to it. Well, they'll only know if by listening to this right here. So the only way that you know you listened, or we know you listen, is by giving us the code word at the end. <laughs> it's like is... the Jamarcus Russell of blank disc. <laughs> Like what? the blank playbook that the, like, the Raiders gave him? And they're oh. like, oh, he didn't actually know anything. <laughs> Tina? Christina? No. no. I see it. Oh. Ken? No, no. no chance in hell. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my God. No way. He could walk in right we'll now. I'll say the code word is F-A-U. <laughs> 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 that don't listen. <laughs> 
Stone will listen if he's doing it. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way. So that's a no. Uh, <laughs> anybody else from the station? Druda? No. 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 Okay. Chris Morales is a maybe. Ah. Really? Uh, Morales. Yeah. From LA? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, I will give you uh, Jeff Greenwald, the salesperson that I work with. Uh, Maybe. Don't you work with Jamart? He's big time. He's the only salesperson I work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Jeff <laughs> might listen. Sam Pines? He might. I was thinking him. He might. Yeah. Keith Williams? No, I you feel think? like he's too busy. <laughs> Carmi? Yeah. He might. I don't know. Mm. Carmi like somehow listen to this tonight, and yeah. we won't actually <laughs> <I know>. distribute <laughs> it. <I know>. Like, <laughs> somehow like he's actually yeah. listening currently. Um, what's our code word? What's the last name of the center fielder that you uh, got with? <laughs> <laughs> Not saying. Oh, I was talking to Brian. <laughs> All right. The code word is Colin Holder. Oh, my God. Wow. Pounder. Pounder. <laughs> All right. You know what? It's just Pounder. Just If you actually reach out to us and with the title of the email, Pounder, good job. Thank you all for listening here on ESPN West Palm.